0: Inherently Happy, episode 260, 260, The Mean Mind. We begin, as always, with the happy creed. We believe in happy, in balance and growth, of being mindful and grateful, compassionate and understanding. Yowza haha ha, my happy friends. First, I'd like to celebrate five happy years of doing this weekly podcast. Yay! Quite the accomplishment. I've learned a lot. Hope you have too. Now, on with the show. The happy mind is calm but driven, while the mean mind is chaotic and desperate. We all start out with a happy mind, but we let the mean mind form like an out-of-control cancer through our bad attitudes and poor reactions to circumstance. I got bit by a dog when I was a kid, right on the side of my neck, some kind of vampire dog. It was a tall dog, and I was a short kid. The bite was inches from my jugular. I hated dogs after that and wanted to either avoid them or attack them in return, even if the dog was doing nothing but barking at me. Of course, I didn't attack them because they scared me. It formed a little stain of meanness in my otherwise happy mind, and that stain grew. Then, when other mean things happened, they had a place to fester as well. I was inadvertently cultivating my mean mind and letting hatred build up. I hated dogs and people who let their dogs attack. I hated the doctors for holding me down as they stitched me up while I screamed in protest. I hated my parents for letting them do that to me. And so my mean mind grew. And my happy mind got buried. I started to hate and fear everything that I felt was betraying me or making me feel powerless and unsafe. I hated death, fire, the dark, bright lights, loud noises, peanut butter because it made me gag, gagging because it made me vomit, vomiting because it made me weak and burned my throat and made me cry and stuffed up my nose, which made me gag. I was afraid of crowds and I was afraid of loneliness. I hated and feared my bullies and wanted to destroy them Or laugh off their attacks, but I felt powerless to beat them at their own mean game. And so my mean mind grew. I tried to ignore them, I tried to turn it into art, but I just wanted revenge so badly. How dare they attack me for no good reason? Why do they get to be so mean and get away with it? When's it my turn? I would have no joy, no peace, no rest! until I unleashed my righteous vengeance upon the cold, cruel face of the earth. I talked about it. I wrote stories about it. I had daydreams and fantasies about it. About being powerful and magical and strong. And how merciless I would be to them who were so unjustly mean to me. And then a funny thing happened. The more I talked about it, the less intense it became. And the less power it had over me. That wasn't a demon dog. It was just someone's pet. Got a little riled up. Not a bad dog. Just a doggy that did a bad thing. And who could blame him living in that mean old house, poor little puppy? I lived in a mean house too. Maybe bullies weren't born, but were made. And they were victims too. Just like mom always said. Maybe I could show some backbone and nerve, and try to understand why happy people would turn mean, just as it had happened to me. So then, when I saw a barking dog, or a shouting person, I tried to see them as just tapping too hard into their mean mind. And even if I couldn't reduce their meanness, I could at least reduce my own. Then dogs ceased to appear to me as predatory monsters, and I could see them as individuals. Some were loud, some were playful, and some were just trying to make friends. So maybe bullies could be taken as individuals too. Some were loud, some were playful, and maybe some were just trying to make friends. And little by little, my mean mind started to shrink. I started to pay more attention to the triggers and their causes and realized, though it took me years, that a lot of my hatred stemmed from feelings of weakness, and so I reframed those viewpoints to call them periods of potential growth rather than out-and-out failings. My fear of death, for example, was perhaps my unwillingness to accept the fact that death comes for us all. My fear of bullies could stem from my unwillingness to understand and feel compassionate for them as fellow human beings with happy minds that got buried by meanness. And I started to feel sorry for the bullies who were letting fear control them like I had done. Poor little bullies. And so my mean mind shrank. I was able to laugh at things more and I started wanting to help others shrink their mean minds. So, Here's an exercise for you to use to chip away at your mean mind. Sit comfortably, relax, breathe slowly, let your mind become calm. Now, think of a time when you felt mean. Could be when you got mad that you dropped your food on the floor, or your neighbors are always being loud. You might justify your anger by saying that, well, those things would make anybody mad. This, however, is not strictly true. There are some people who can suffer far greater disasters than those and still not let it turn them mean. It is something attainable. But don't worry about that at the moment. Just pick something small to begin. You dropped your food, let's say. And after you had spent so much time preparing it, then it was ruined and you were still hungry. Then the only thing you're feeding is your mean mind. So, start over and go through it again. With more detail this time. Maybe you had pain Stakingly selected, prepared, cooked, and seasoned those glorious ingredients to near perfection, and were so excited to taste your masterpiece that you lost focus, loosened your grip, and dropped everything. What a mess. Why you why now? Go through it again. Even more detail this time. Maybe you had spent your last penny on getting only the best ingredients for this one perfect meal that would solve all your problems. Now, go through it again. Maybe your life was ruined and you knew you'd never recover. Again. And keep going through it until you can laugh about it. Man, that food just exploded across the floor, didn't it? It's like someone zapped you with a clumsy ray. Oh well, them's the break sometimes, but what a story it'll make. And, as a result, your mean mind shrinks a little. And that's how you do it. You take the meanness and you dissipate it. Through analysis and repetition until it moves from venom, to annoyance, to boredom, and then to release. You have to start small, though, something manageable and recent. Then, once that's been taken care of, you can take a break. And next time, try for something else. Until eventually, you've dealt with every aspect of your mean mind. And only have your happy mind left. And then, you aren't just inherently happy, you're functionally happy. I'm still working on that myself. It's a process. And I let my mean mind grow for a long time. But I keep at it. Just trying to be a little better than I was yesterday. And so can you. Uh-huh. Yowza.